When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life. Uh, yeah, my tips did not go out. Thank you, big fella. My tips are race six, number two, Rikiro Storm at two fifty, and race ten, number two, Jay Miller, the place at two dollars thirty. The place, I think Rikiro Storm should be a dollar thirty chance. It's two dollars fifty, and I think Jay Miller gets the gun run behind the leader or holds up the front. And at two thirty, the place. I'm not sure it can win. I don't think it can beat the favourite, but it's a great place, Chad. So I can recap that a bit later too, big fella. Garrick Knight is on the line. He's brought to us by Knight Exports. So if you're looking for a Kiwi horse, email Garrick at knightexports.com or find him on Twitter at Garrick R Knight. Now, Garrick, uh, we might first off, better ask how you are and uh, what you're up to today. <laughs> I'm just floored, actually. I didn't get my specialised introduction. There must truly be some gremlins in the system today. Um, I'm sitting in my car, no no surprise to anyone, in the rain in Auckland. Um, I was actually just about to go inside and grab some lunch from local cafe after I had a very busy morning, and I just uh, yeah, had an hour and a half to myself, but I thought, you know what, I'll take some time out of my day to speak to Toby, my good mate, and my fans across the ditch. Yep, uh, yeah, all your fans are listening in, mate, all, and uh, he texted he text me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, something's going on here at, uh, in the first, uh, in the last 10 minutes. That's okay. Got a great chat. Got a wonderful, wonderful chat coming up. I've pre-recorded it. Uh, it's no secret. With a guy named Michael Hunt that trained a horse called Menaville that made the 96 uh, Miracle Mile, which no doubt you'd recall. Um, I don't recall a heck of a lot about Manaville, to be honest, but yeah, the 96 Miracle Mile was at Arakley's, Ricky May, I think, from memory. Um, yeah, yeah, that was back in the halcyon days when we dominated that race. I think between Arakley's and Chokin and Holmes DG and Cullen, we won about, I don't know, half a dozen there in about eight or nine years, didn't we, at one point? Yeah, well, yep, and you won't be winning it this year, that is for sure. No, unfortunately, it doesn't look like uh, there'll be much of a... Well, I suppose the closest we've got, um, Brave Kelly's owned over here, and so some shareholders in the spirit of St. Louis uh, are over here as well. So those are about... I think I think we would call Brave Kelly a New Zealand success because Jack Train is a Kiwi. Um, and, I suppose, and very, yeah. very, Yeah, yeah, and owned by a farmer down in deep south, south one. So, yep, I guess she's, uh, she's wearing our... Our hat this week, unfortunately, she's the outsider, which doesn't bode well. Uh, but I guess an interesting side of things, we get a new winner this year after a three-peat by the champion, King of Swing. Someone else finally gets a turn. Yeah, true, true. Now, we might get stuck into what we've got to do. And um, Boots Properties Group, I might even still have that audio. He's uh, bought another one. This time, Ellen Bartley was at the end of it. Uh, Mickey Pins, who has its first start uh, today. I'm not sure you can add too much when they're a first starter. You either can or you can't, I suppose. Uh, very limited what I can say, but I would say this. So enamoured was I with this horse's trials that 
I made inquiries myself to try and buy him because a uh, great guy to buy off Robin Swain and this horse looked very, very sharp. I think the brother, Captain Pins, maybe? Is that what its name is? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the half-brother by Always Eat Mickey. It looks just as good in my mind. Very sharp speed. So Blake and Helen, I think they'll have plenty of fun with this horse. So um, provided you can get out the gate okay, sometimes Robins, ones, any of those horses down the deep south, they, you know, they can take a bit of time to get used to the the speed, early speed in races. But once the penny drops, he'll be away. He's a nice horse. Now, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Colin Baines was really, uh, really good friends with our family, and uh, we had a lot to do with Colin, bought a lot of horses from him, and Robin is his son-in-law, is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think yep. you're right. Very, uh, uh, the Baines and Swain family is very um, prominent down the deep south. I think Colin, although he was, I would can't say this for certain, but I think he was hands-off by this stage, he was still a licensed trainer when he was about 91 or 92 and still yeah. recording winners officially. So I actually had someone ring me the other day, maybe a couple of weeks ago, doing a story about someone who had trained a winner in their late 80s and wanted to know if that was a record. And I, I said, no, I'm pretty sure Colin Bain was in his 90s, which is an achievement in itself. Had a real good horse called Roman Gladiator, but we digress. Uh, Penrith on Thursday... Race nine, number one, Rio de Janeiro Blue for Captain Cam Hart, I'm calling him, because he's cap- he's got the captain again this week, and I'm feeling really confident I'm going to get the win this week in Harness Fantasy Challenge. I think it's mine for the taking. He's driving Rio, Rio de Janeiro Blue, mate. Look, we'll go down, we won't go down the rabbit hole of Fantasy Harness just at this point. <laughs> uh, we'll just get through these horses first. Yeah, Rio de Janeiro Blue um, had three starts here, all at Cambridge for Stephen Reid. He's not a big horse. He's only a wee fella. What concerned me, he showed absolutely no gate speed the one time he drew well. He drew two and fell out of the gate. He did, have, he did finish off well twice, though, um, and once he sat parked and dug in okay. So, look, he's got a wee bit of ability there. Uh, but drawn one, I'm going to want to see at Penrith. You definitely want to see some early pep. And the only um, evidence file we have on that, he didn't show that. So with portion this week. Race Wagga. And now this is an interesting race because we've already discussed this race at one stage and a horse comes over called Skittlebomb who we've seen Lottie Moon come over before who's a brother to Skittlebomb. Now, uh, Mitchell Atkinson trains a horse called R&R Beach. That's Dean Atkinson's son. We just had Dean on and you probably dealt with Dean at some stages over your career. He didn't sound real confident on R&R Beach. So... Skittlebomb draws two next door, and I would say that if it wants to go forward and get to the front off the back of what Dean said, then there's a pretty good chance it'll do that. So I'm pretty interested in this runner, Skittlebomb, for Blake Mikulov. Yeah, and his new owner, Boots Properties Racing Property Limited. What a surprise. Um, What a surprise, (laughs) yes. Now, look, um, look, I I thought he was just okay as a three-year-old last year, but... His return win at Adding, uh, Ashburton, I think it was Christmas Eve or just before, a couple of days before, it was really impressive. He's furnished into a lovely, big, strong horse, really nice type. Um, the way he let down, I mean, Addington, uh, sorry, Ashburton, it's a big track with a big straight, so that gives us a little sample size for Wagga, I suppose. Um, yeah, I think just looking at him physically, he's he's come on this prep this this time, and we're going to see the best of him, so... Yep, if Dean's confident with his horse, then 
it might be line up and back skittlebomb time. I tell you, is that rain we could hear in the background then? Absolutely belting down. Yeah, it is. I'm sitting in the car, and the choice for this is sit in the car and hope the rain eases, or go into a restaurant and be that guy that talks loudly <laughs> in the restaurant. Well, it's a cafe, so I opted to sit in the car. So I'm sorry for the loud rain, but this is this is life in Auckland, unfortunately, as we've all come to learn in the last month or so. Uh, right, so if you were that guy in the cafe, though, you would be saying, call me trouble. Uh, race 10, number 7, a trotter that lands in Queensland. It's an intriguing horse. It's, uh, well, out of a mare called Suntrapped, which obviously you're not at the moment, but it's got a lot of that sort of third to seventh in its form, and, and that tells me it's got a bit of ability, but it was just needs to find the right handicapping system. Well, he actually won a lot of races quickly once he joined. Zach Butcher had him over here, obviously one of the great young horsemen, um, fashioning a good record as a trainer, Zachary. And he won three in a row, I think, to start his career up here. And he very quickly found himself, when you're up here in Auckland especially, um, you know, you'll end up racing Temporale and Bolt for Brilliance and those yeah. kind of horses. And yeah. he's not as good as those top half a dozen, uh, especially in handicaps. Because he does, he can gallop a few times. He's got a few tricks, but mobiles, the mobile racing will suit him a lot better. Um, and yeah, I think he will thrive over there. Like he's won twelve races, one hundred and forty grand odd. You don't do that in New Zealand in trotter as a trotter. Race, you've got some ability, and I think he probably, for lack of a better term, he'd reached his mark here, and the time came to sell him. And Mark Rees and has put has put together a uh, a syndicate to buy him and. You know, there's, there's a lot of big races coming up on the new schedule up there in Queensland, and he obviously figured that uh, this horse was going to fit in nicely. So I'll be very interested to see how he adapts to life in the Sunshine State. Now, mate, I've worked... Nice big... Yeah, go. Go, sorry. No, he's a, he's a nice, big, strapping, long-striding like, long trotter. He, he's he's quite... When he's in, in the mood, he's quite a sight. So he's a real Sundon type. Yeah. 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 Now... I've learnt something about this Miracle Mile, right? Discussions about the Miracle Mile are like having a beer. After every one, you know that little bit less. (laughs) Or you get a little bit more confused about life, right? I I thought I had it sussed out. I've had six discussions since, and I know less and less every time I have a discussion. So... I'm, I, that's my saying now, that every time I have a discussion about the Miracle Mile, I get that little bit more inebriated, I think. I just can't work this race out. <laughs> What's your take yeah. on it? And can you get me that little bit further down uh, down that, that, down that uh, road? <laughs> I'm only going to go on what I've seen in the lead-up races, and the two most impressive ones for me were Catch a Wave and Mark Dan. Wow. So mm. I'm going to go with them. Uh, Mark Dan, Newcastle Mile, absolutely wonderful win. Uh, catch away. We know how he was defeating the superstar uh, Captain Ravishing in the lead up. So in the chari- chariots of fire. So those are the two I'll be lumping with. But I mean, geez, it's one of those races, as you know, as everyone knows. I would, there's probably six at least there that you can make a strong case for. Um, can I just note, Spirit of St Louis? Is this horse the luckiest horse in Barry Australia? Jeez, <laughs> he gets, geez, he gets some Barry doors, doesn't he? Um, However, yeah, the uh, connections here—they've um, they have had enjoyed a very very fruitful run with Barry Jaws. He's a wonderfully consistent horse, and from that draw with Jack Callahan, you know he's going to be in a fight of it as well. But I guess it just comes down to who's going to lead. Will Kate Gath cross, or will Mac Dan get across her? He's very sharp. Um, does, does Mark light up Captain Ravishing? 
does David Moran light up Honolulu Bay and try and hold the front the whole way? I mean, he's he's got the respect factor there. So I, I think probably the key of the race is what Kate Gass does, and that'll probably determine, you know, the result at the end. So I'll be keeping an eye out if someone interviews her this week or Andy uh, and, and try and get inside their mind for their, their tactics because that will tell me a lot. He said pre-barrier draw last Saturday night in an interview with him on Trot's Vision that he thinks the horse is best in front. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued, mate. Are you putting any weight on the fact that Catch a Wave and Mac Dan didn't race last Saturday night? Neither did Captain Ravishing. They're the three that go into the race with a week off. And I think the modern equine athlete that these horses are, I think having that week off's a huge advantage in the modern day. It is a big advantage, no doubt about that. Uh, you know, some of the uh, some of the esteemed horsemen I talked to up over here in Auckland. We had, well, for a long time recently we had what we call mild nights at Alexandra Park, hmm. and a few of these I used to a few of these guys um, used to tell me like Tony Hurley, he was one in particular whose opinion you have to respect as a trainer and a driver. He told me he felt his horses were they were. They, it took more out of them racing a mile than it did racing yeah. 2,200 yeah. or 2,700. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those ones, especially last... I mean, Bravia Kelly, she had a huge... It was a, that was a Gut huge run. performance, but, gee, she had a tough run. Mm. So, But oh, what I would say is this. In, in the first of the two qualifiers last week, they didn't have much of a run, did they? They really only sprinted up the straight. So, um, you know, Spirit of St. Louis and, and the, the couple behind him... So maybe it won't have affected them too much. Well, um, well, they trial, they run trials quicker at that level at Menangle than what they ran in that race in Spirit of St. Louis. Yeah, well, I'm still a little bit sore on it because obviously there was a couple of Kiwi horses in that race and they, like BD Joe, I, I, I would have no doubt saying BD Joe would measure up in the Miracle Mile if he was in it. It's just a shame he didn't have the right draw and the race didn't pan out for him to, to get into the final, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, perhaps a little bit salty about that, but uh, coming from New Zealand, I am used to watching walk sprints. Yeah, well, yeah, just in black cap style, you just need one run, don't you, sometimes? One run. Jeez, what a great day to be a cricket <laughs> fan yesterday, wasn't it? Um <laughs> I was I'm, thinking I'm of told that. that I'm, I'm told England now join Australia as the second Test nation to lose after enforcing the follow-on. So, um, congratulations to you guys over there. You no longer have the stigma of being the only nation to have endured that. Yeah, um, I was thrilled for you. I was enjoying listening to it on the radio, and then uh, I was thinking of you. <laughs> you would have been riding it ball by <laughs> ball, wouldn't you? Yeah, certainly was, certainly was. Um, over here, you don't actually get it on TV. You have to watch it online, um, which is just the state of play. So, and uh, yeah, the, the, it was buffering a little bit. We, we didn't get ideal viewing circums, uh, an ideal viewing situation, but we got there. Uh, just quickly, Harness Fantasy. You say captain this week. We had a big chat last week, didn't we? I was big on uh, Jack Callahan, and I was getting a bit of uh, you're getting a bit, a bit of abuse after the first couple of days <laughs> last week. I, I will say this: Yes, Cam did end up getting the most points, but. By Saturday night, Jack had actually got back in front of him, and it was the Brave You Kelly that, that got Cam over the line. So, yep, um, didn't quite go my way last week. Uh, I think I dropped from 8th to about 21st, um, and mm. I'm ruining dropping Jack, uh, Josh Gallagher. Uh, oh, I dropped, him in, favor of, dropped him in favour of Jack Trainer last week, and, Ooh. geez, that was a very – that was not a good a good Ooh. move. So, Ooh. Mm, mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, on that note um, – well, you'll go back, uh, reassess, mate, and uh, we'll do it all again next week post-Miracle Mile. 
Thanks for joining board. I'm looking forward to listening to that Manaville chat later on as well. Yeah, make sure you catch yeah. that. Good on you, mate. We've got to get to a break. See ya, bye.